welcome to the Keep Your Cool Mama podcast, where it's all about you, mama. I am your host, Sheila. I am here to help the busy, overwhelmed mom reclaim her sanity, balance motherhood, her self-care, and to unapologetically grow. I am so happy you are here and hope you plan to stay a while. Kick your feet up, sit back, relax, so we can focus on you. Let's go, cool mama. Hey, cool mamas, this is Sheila, and you are listening to episode 41 of the Keep Your Cool Mama podcast. Hey, girl, how are you feeling? Well, you know, I hope that you are well and feeling good from the inside out. Today, I want to talk to you about commitment. I know that you are committed to being a good mom. Maybe you're also committed to being a good wife, committed to being a good friend, a good coworker, and all of those things. But how committed are you to being good to yourself? Let's talk about it today. I want you to take a second and think about the days before you became a mom. You remember that? Oh, the freedom. (laughs) I'm sure you most likely did what you wanted to do, went where you wanted to go, and didn't have to worry about who was going to watch your child, have to plan it months in advance, you know, all of the things that us moms have to worry about today. You were able to focus on your needs and your wants in a way that is probably unfamiliar to you today as a mom. This change of focus from self to being responsible for someone else's life, in addition to your own life, may have unexpectedly caused the time and energy that you use to put into yourself to be severely reduced. I'm almost positive. I'm almost positive it did. Most moms probably already expected their personal commitments and time with herself to change when she became a mom. We expected it, right? We knew that it wasn't going to be the same as it was before. But if your experience was anything like mine, you were not expecting the change to be as drastic as it was. The good news is we can recommit to ourselves. It's never too late to make that change. Yes, you are a mom with many responsibilities. However, it is possible to commit to yourself in a way that will fit into your current lifestyle as a mom. I often think about the different areas of my life that I want to enhance and put more energy into. Lately, I've been taking it a few steps further by creating a plan to make that change happen and acting on what I continue to put off for far too long. I realized that these areas of my life just needed more of a commitment from me. My self-commitment didn't go further than me acknowledging what I desire for my life. If I had to name this phase of motherhood and life that I'm currently in, it would probably be called the simultaneous love phase. 
what it simply means is that I am doing my best to love God first, love myself, my husband, my children, and loved ones all at the same time. I'm just not willing to continue leaving my own wants and needs out of the equation. So one thing you should know about me is that I love breaking down the meaning of words, especially when I'm trying to apply it to my own life. So I want to talk about commitment. So let's start with the definition of it. The definition of commitment is the state or quality of being dedicated to a cause, activity, etc. The word that stood out to me the most in that definition is quality. So the big question that I want you to ask yourself before we dig deeper into this topic of self-commitment is what is the current quality of your commitment to yourself? To help you answer the question, I've broken down self-commitment into three different categories based on quality. Those include high quality, mediocre quality, or low quality. I'm sure that probably sounds pretty self-explanatory, but I want to break it down for you. And before I do that, I want you to remember that there is no shame here. So answer with honesty and compassion. Okay. So first, let's talk about what high self-commitment is. High self-commitment is something I would define as when you put your own well-being at the top of your list. You are committed to taking care of your basic needs first to ensure that you are the best for you and your family. Basic needs can include your personal relationship with God, nutrition, exercise, mental care, and your physical appearance. So side note before I move on. Of course, our basic needs as individuals can be similar and completely different. What's important is that you are keenly aware of what your needs are and you are consistently doing what you can to ensure that your basic needs are met. Okay, so I just want to say that before I move on. Another way that you know that you have a high quality of self-commitment is that you are consistently monitoring your thoughts to ensure that you are speaking to yourself with love and kindness. You do nice things for yourself, even when the mom guilt tries to creep in because you know that you deserve the same consistent and good love that you give out to your children and others. You also keep the promises that you make to yourself consistently. So let's move on to mediocre self-commitment. Mediocre self-commitment is when you have a high desire to love yourself well, but you are not consistently putting in the work to make that happen in areas that need it most. You have personal boundaries, but you allow people to cross them sometimes because you don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Ooh, why does that sound familiar? Um. You know what you want and need, but you only focus on your needs and wants when you have time for it. You convince yourself that it's okay to put yourself on the back burner until it's your time. You know better, but you just don't 
you just won't do better for the sake of making others happy. You just do enough for yourself to keep you sane and moderately content. You rarely keep the promises you make to yourself. But the good news is about this quality of self-commitment is that all it takes is a shift in perspective, sticking to your boundaries and staying consistent. So let's move on to low self-commitment. I define this as when you have a low sense of what it means or looks like to love yourself well. You know that it sounds good when you hear others talk about what they do for themselves, but you feel like there is no room in your life for your own wants and needs. You believe that in order to be a good mom, you have to put your children first and forget about anything that has to do with your own wants and needs. You don't take care of yourself mentally, physically, or emotionally. You know you want more, but you don't know how to even describe what you want or need. If you can relate to this quality of self-commitment, don't worry. You can make a radical change whenever you are ready to commit to it. The first step to change is being aware that a change is needed. And from there, taking the steps to make that change one at a time. I can tell you that I have personally teetered between mediocre and low quality since I became a mom almost 16 years ago. Currently, I am striving for the highest quality of self-commitment, as I'm sure we all are. I'm committed to loving myself and caring for myself on a consistent basis. That's what I'm striving for. I'm doing pretty good so far. And I've learned over time that when I do commit to loving myself in every way, my family and everyone else around me reap the benefits. So I want to give you a few reminders that I believe will help you stay committed to taking care of yourself. Number one, know your worth. You must know that you are worth it in order to make this happen for yourself. The truth is the awareness of your own self-worth can get lost within motherhood sometimes. The years that we spend putting our awe and then some into our children's wants and needs, it has a way of making us turn away from ourselves longer than we intended to. It happens. Remembering to look at your own reflection and remembering who you are learning who you have become and acknowledging who you want to become is the beginning of knowing your worth. When you know that you are worthy of love and care, you will be more apt to make sure you receive what you deserve. Number two, self-commitment is not selfish. A lot of us have a mediocre or low quality of self-commitment because we have an internal belief that it's selfish to think about ourselves. I am actively trying to alleviate this thought from my mind and my thoughts and starting to be more consistent at taking care of myself with no apologies or guilt. Trust me, I know it's not easy. It is not easy. That I do know. 
But what I want you to remember is that you deserve the same love and attention that you give so effortlessly to others. Having a high quality of self-commitment should be a non-negotiable. There's no need to apologize. There's no, no need to harbor guilt. There's no need to overly explain why you need what you need to prove that you deserve it. The fact of the matter is, you are worthy of having and receiving good things. Number three, determine what self-commitment looks like for you in this season of your life. It can look different from mom to mom because our lives just look different. They're not the same. Our schedules are different. Our children are different. Our lives are just different. So with that being said, the first thing we shouldn't do is compare ourselves to anyone else. Let's focus on what makes sense for us personally. When we focus on what others are doing, we can unintentionally focus on too much at once or stop focusing on the things that are working for us. Try to stay focused on one new commitment at a time. This will help to ensure that you stay consistent and create a healthy habit before moving on to something new. Change can be overwhelming when you take on too much at once. So take it slow, one thing at a time. Maybe your focus needs to be recommitting to your hobby that you've been wanting to get back to because it helps to relieve some stress and brings you joy. Or maybe your focus needs to be recommitting to your fitness goals. Maybe you need to focus on changing your mindset first and changing your negative thoughts to positive. Whatever it may be, pick the one that you need to focus on the most and make that your priority until you get it right for you. Develop a routine that includes your new commitment to help you stay on track. Number four, remember there is always time to take care of you. Never convince yourself that there is not enough time to take care of yourself. Instead, look at your life and make the necessary shifts to ensure that your well-being is top, top priority, okay? Staying committed to yourself when you are a mom can be challenging. It is not by any means easy to do. So regardless of how difficult it may be, committing to taking care of you is worth every effort made. I hope that after this episode, you feel empowered to either begin or continue your self-commitment journey. Please share this episode with any other mom that you think needs to hear this message to love herself consistently and unapologetically. As always, I want you to remember that you are loved, you are beautiful, and you are enough. Until next time, remember to keep your cool mama. I love you guys, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.